Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Jimbo Stokes grew up on the land near Tamworth in New South Wales and spent the first part of his working life in the corporate world in Sydney before moving back to the New England region, where he now works in the arts. He released his exceptional debut single, Atlas, last year, then followed it with Headed Country. His latest single is Same Damn Walls. I think I'm going to talk to him about all three of those, even though I talked to him about Atlas last year. Hello, Jimbo. Hi, Sophie. How's it going? Um, Very well, thank you. Um, Yeah, three really great songs and different to each other. So it tells me that something interesting is going on with you and your music in a good way, not in a bad way. But I'm curious, when you released Atlas, which I was surprised to see was August last year because it doesn't feel that long ago, um, was it with the intention of seeing just what was going to happen with that one song or did you always intend to continue releasing music? A bit of, bit of both. I think, yeah, I remember speaking to you. It must have been bang on a year ago just after i released atlas um i'd say mainly it was i just wanted to get it out i just um i really enjoyed writing it um it was an incredible incredibly personal sort of song to get out um so in a way it was testing testing the waters and um you know if it completely bombed i, I wouldn't have been upset by it because i just wanted to to get it out um mm. but the fact that it did well definitely drove me to to keep making more more music um i think saying that I, th- I i really enjoy it so i probably would have kept going regardless um but it definitely you know buoyed me to to make more and um keep going and uh so yeah it's been a busy 12 months 11 months however long it's been but a lot of fun yeah, it was, it was a very personal song. It was about your late mother and in some ways could have felt like the biggest risk of all to put out something so close to you. It, it probably would have been the easier route to put out something a little more generic, I guess, unless that's not at all true to who you are. Yeah, I think it's in a way it's a lot it's a lot easier for me and it's probably been true with the, the three songs because they're all sort of narrative story-based on my own experiences. Um, it just means you don't have to never remember too much stuff you don't have to make stuff up you just uh and particularly that first one it was it was very much um there's a lot of me in that that song so if people liked it then like oh i'm on you know the right track i'll keep keep doing it and i'll have the conviction to do to sort of put my own twist on it and make sure it's it's authentic um so in, in a way it made things a lot easier i think if i was putting out stuff that didn't have a lot of me in it or it was mainly someone else writing it and I was just singing it um mm-hmm. that's fine I'm sure a lot of people do that but um it doesn't it doesn't motivate me in it and it wouldn't give me any confidence to actually have a career out of it and, and keep doing it um I think it's that that creative side that you know while live performing's fantastic and industry's great um the ability to create something from scratch and, and get it out there and, and get a response that's that's probably what drives you the most so um so in a way yeah it's probably a bit of a unique way to to go and um in in some ways a more you know commercial upbeat generic song might have um might have done better but i think as a first song it, it did 
a lot better, much better than I would have expected. And I think most people expected. So um, no regrets, can't complain. Yeah. Um, it's been a good, good few months since then. And you talk about, um, you know, perhaps singing a song that someone else has written. You do actually have training as a singer, in fact, as an operatic tenor. So I imagine that might have been an option for you, except, again, not true to who you are. But have you ever considered just just doing that for a while, like doing shows where it's all covers and you're using your singing training in that way? Yeah, I have. And it's 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 been a lot of what um, my live performances have been so far um, because I've I do have a decent set of songs, but I, I only really play a few of my own originals at events, depending on what they are. Um, it's getting the balance is shifting, so I've I've got more confidence in my own stuff, um, and it's becoming more original, less less covers. But to begin with, you know, it was literally sort of four covers and, and my, the one song that I, I just released. So um, yeah. so it's definitely it's good to be able to to do that and some some events you know that's that's kind of the remit if you just rocked up and and people are expecting to, to hear songs they, they know and you just went rogue and did all your own stuff and it might fall flat but others um i think that's just part of the industry as soon as you you get your name out there and people are familiar and, and they want to hear you for you it's not just it's not just sort of background noise um mm -hmm. so it's good it's good to have both and i think even you know, whatever happens over the next few months or next next few years, it's I like I like doing covers and, and having a, a balance of a couple of covers in there. I think it's a great um, point of reference for the other songs as well and, and people that aren't familiar with your your music to, to have that sort of touch point, that connection. Um so yeah, I think balance is, is good, but it's definitely the, the balance is shifting for me. Yeah. As it should, because the songs are so good. Um the second one was headed country. Uh, which was which was yes a very different song uh, lyrically as well as musically. But what I thought it had in common with Atlas uh, is a strong core concept. So um, if that makes sense, so it's really like I can identifiably say quite simply what those songs are about if I'm describing them to some other people. So when you write songs, do you tend to start from a core concept, or is it more a story that you want to tell? I think it's it's probably the the concept um because they were yeah sort of polar opposite concepts in a way um headed country being you know, quite a uplifting sort of um song about freedom and, and getting getting out to the country or getting away from from the grind that that sort of thing um but again it was very much my own experience so it, it's probably a a bit of both it's something that i was familiar with it's something that i had done the start of last year or the end of the year before um making that move from from city to country so it was again a, a personal story and that's probably what is similar to, to atlas and um and same damn walls as well um so it wasn't it was it's a bit more tangible than just just a broad concept i guess the the concept was probably secondary really to to just the story um mm -hmm. but it, it sort of goes hand in hand in hand so i definitely didn't want to i didn't want to follow up with you know three slow sort of ballads that um to with with atlas i, I wanted to, to mix it up and do something quite different so um it was just handy that i, I had the story there ready to go um for, for headed country so it would 
it would make sense. It'd still be authentic. Um, it would mm. be different, but it would have you know ties, similarities with uh, with Atlas. So mm-hmm. yeah, a bit of um, bit of both. And it's also different um, in that headed country. I I jumped in with with Rob McCormack uh, and Sally Barris to to co-write, and that was I've done a little bit of co-writing before, but that was sort of the main the first one with any intention of of releasing the track as a single um it mm-hmm. was our first first go at it got it done really quickly um so it was i've had a couple you know since then that it, it takes plenty of iterations but that one was um yeah just it just felt right it didn't try to be any more than it it was sort of didn't try and overcomplicate it it was a it was a you know a feel good vibey song that um you know it was it was more commercial in a way than than atlas sort of at least on the the radio side and and that was you know in part um the the intention as well so mm-hmm. that was kind of the thought process going into that one yeah now you mentioned rod mccormick and you wrote same damn walls with him and he also produced it so clearly that association has worked well was it was that just a happenstance thing that you came to write with him for headed country and you thought, oh, this is good, I'll continue it? Or did you actually set out to do a writing session with him and produce a few songs? Yeah, we did. It probably, I mean, the first, um, even before Atlas, we were we were trying to sit down for a co-write and, and get a song done. Um, I think Rod Rod was pretty keen for the the co-write, but I, I basically said, look, I've, I've written this song, I want to I want to get it out and um, and I, I want it to be my first song as well. Uh, so that that's where Atlas came out. And then pretty soon after that was released, um, we, we scheduled in the time and jumped in with Sally, who, who jumped on the call like this from, from Nashville. Um, and yeah, that was the concept that I wanted to, to run with. And um, we're all on board. Rod was in good form. Uh, we bounced a few ideas around and, and yeah, not we probably had it. 70 80 percent that in that session um at least by the end of the day for me and yeah a bit of um massaging and and got it there so um no it was very much intentional and then and then same damn walls was as well um very different sort of remit for that one again and different i guess different concept different uh different goals in a way um but that was yeah also co-writing with with Rod and uh, with Tempe Thompson and Sam Gay for the same damn walls. So, hmm. and what is the story behind same damn walls? As in the story behind the song? So there's a bit of personal storyline narrative in there, but I guess the overarching concept is dealing with these walls, barriers, um, just more so the everyday, you know, week to week barriers rather than you know not the biggest sort of event in your life or something like that i I wanted to do one that was i think it kind of define it by its attitude in a way it's got it's a bit it's got a bit more cheek a bit more attitude than the last the other two um so i wanted to wanted it to be pretty upbeat um good vibe pretty distinct sound again um whereas Headed country is pretty classic country in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, I'd say same band walls is has some more modern elements, has some more you know conversational sort of style 
to the birth. Um, so I wanted to to keep changing it. Um, and yeah, the the concept was was that you know these annoying things that keep getting in your way. It doesn't matter if you're five years old or twenty five or whatever. Um, they're there, and just that that feeling of relief and achievement of of knocking a few down. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the story. You know, it's not the most heart wrenching song. It wasn't supposed to be, but um, it was. Yeah, just just dealing with those annoying little things and and just that sense of relief with having done that. I think vocally the three songs are really different because, as you said, there's cheek in Same Dad Walls and I, I would say Headed Country has a bit of a wink and a nod element to it, whereas Atlas you can hear the, the weight of grief in that um, to a great extent. So when you go into the studio to record them, do you tend to think of yourself as a character in the song and you're expressing that, if that makes sense, like in order to to capture those emotions or just that attitude that you want to convey? Yeah, I think so. I think I I picture it probably visually a bit as well. So um, even just the first thing, I needed to make sense in my head. Um, so if I can't sort of, and, and for me, a story is a lot easier and clearer. And, and if it's my own sort of personal story, then I can tie it together. And I think if I'm confident, okay, that makes sense. Um, then I think other people can read it and, and it makes sense to them as well. And in a good way, all the three songs sort of, Although I, did, I haven't done a, a video clip the same damn walls, but I think they all lend themselves to video clips, um, mm-hmm. so actual little stories that you can just wrap into you know three minutes or four minutes, whatever it is, and and that's what we did for Atlas and and headed country. So I think if I'm starting out thinking about a song, I'm, I'm thinking about it visually, um, mm-hmm. and if I'm at, if it's my song and I'm the protagonist in it, I've got to yeah be you know not not act, but um, get in get in the mode and think right mm-hmm. this is what i'm talking about um so how how am i going to convey it um is it is it going to be not so much with atlas because that that was um sort of a bit more off off the cuff but the the second two was very much yeah that was a bit of satire and headed head country and then <laughs> yes. the walls is sort of it's a bit of satire as well it's probably just a bit more aggressive maybe slightly more sort of a, not uh it's not certainly not far up the spectrum but just a, a bit more sort of um on the front foot maybe mm. to, um put it that way but um so yeah visualizing it helps helps for me um does the because each of the three songs is different musically as well as lyrically so it's not like we could say oh you've got a, a, a stereotypical sound yet your vocal is the link between all of them I'm just wondering when you write the songs or perhaps when it comes to production of them if you're thinking of the best ways to, to deliver them musically or if that's something that actually comes from your vocal that you that whole process of visualizing the song thinking about how you're going to deliver it does that actually influence the way the the music itself turns out if that makes sense yeah, I think it I think it does. I think um you know, head of, head of country is sort of is that that classic country feel mm-hmm. and it's it's a clear story and, and it's a story that it's not the first time someone's sung about um going out to the country or you know, going country or, or whatever. So it had that bit of a classic feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was important to keep that and also also just ground myself in 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 the country scene as well um atlas is is a country song but it's certainly not 
um, it's probably more you know singer songwriter mm-hmm. rather than uh, you know it doesn't have that many country elements to it in a way it's so it is the vocals that tie each one um so i wanted to embed myself in in that country uh sort of scene with with headed country and then the next one same damn walls are probably yeah took some more risks and in in ways it's a bit less conventional um a bit more some more modern elements to it some some more unique elements to it um so that was definitely part of the whole process so i didn't Neither myself or Rod or whoever didn't have a you know a set belief with it. I think right. same damn was definitely an iterative sort of process. Um, it was like right, this is kind of the concept. How do we how do we get this into a song? Um, and it took a bit more sort of uh, trial and error and and work. And um, was really happy with how it, it turned out. But it's one of those things you don't know until you you try it. So we. Mm-hmm. Spent more time on that for sure compared to headed country which you know headed country is very much up you know rod's alley with what he's produced before and in the past um so that's that was kind of the um he, he had a lot of input into that song and had a lot of input into same damn walls as well but in in a way that was i probably had a bit more say in different areas to have that confidence of saying, oh, why don't we go give this a go? And, you know, it doesn't sound good. We just change it. So it doesn't, um, yes. it's, uh, yeah, it's cool to just keep keep mixing it up. But that's the rough sort of process for the last two. And now I imagine Rod is working with you on what is due to become an EP that's that's planned for release next year. So in thinking about that EP, are there songs that you're actually just writing and keeping to consider or do you actually write to the project? As in, oh, we, we're going to make an EP, so I need to write some songs. Probably in, in between. Um, so I've got a couple that I've written and we're catching up shortly again to, to write some more. Um, the next one, which is probably going to be my next single, is very, very different again. So I don't know if that's going to make the EP or not. It's sort of um, it's a bit, it's a bit out there. But I think, yeah. So it's good to have a have a goal, and and I want. Um, I think the the tying factor with that EP is that they're probably going to all be personal narrative songs that mm-hmm. I can I can sing with conviction and relate to me, and it's a bit of a you know, intro album for myself in in the scene. So um, that that's going to be the the common denominator with with the with the songs for the EP. But really exciting, excited to get a to get a few more sort of written and um, get them in there and get into production mode again. You probably have an album before <laughs> more than an EP if you can if you write a few songs. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just. Um, first steps writing and the more you write the more choice you have about what Mm -hmm. what goes in what what you park what you um what you don't it's good to co-write with different people as well so i've done a bit of that i got another another track that's um probably not too far away which i'm sure will go will go into that with um i wrote with sarah berkey um oh yeah so yeah, it's it's cool. I'll, I'll keep trying to co-write with different people. Um, the next one, I, it's probably off. Sort of. Uh, next up is one that I wrote completely myself. So, 
I think it's good just to have that balance of some, you know, right with keep running with different people, not necessarily the same people every time. And also, also have one every now and then that's just, just you. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say, you know, EP is still a while away for me to, to um, in terms of getting it out, but it'll be, it'll be a mixture. It'll be plenty of um, a balance of my own, um, some co-write stuff. Um, and with the, yeah, the common, common factor being that they're all stories pretty close to me mm-hmm. now you've had quite a few chart successes with especially headed country and um and same dad walls you might have with atlas but uh it was too long ago for me to check so um is that does that put a bit of pressure on you when you're thinking oh well that sort of song did really well for me chart wise i perhaps need to think about doing something like that or is it is it more now that you can see that telling the personal narratives in the way you want to do them, that is actually the what's successful. So that's the way you should continue. Yeah, I think I think if anything, um, the better the songs do, the more confidence I get and the more conviction sort of that if uh what I'm writing is is gonna have a good result. So in in a way, rather than that confine me to to possibly what I've done in the past, probably gives me a bit more yeah a bit more confidence to go a bit outside of the boundaries and do do different things um mm-hmm. it's a it's a balance balancing act so um you don't you don't want to do anything that's that's kind of completely off off topic or just confuses people but i think um yeah i the music i like to write is is stuff that um you know i'd, I'd like to listen to and and it's it's country. Um, it's going to span a few probably sub genres within country. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think if anything, it it gives me it gives me a bit more yeah, confidence to to try different stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you are a, a visual artist as well as a musical artist, and I'm I'm curious as to whether sometimes you actually pick a mode of expression for a story you want to tell, because you have the option, of course, to pick one or the other. So is it you thinking I want to express this? Is it a song or is it a painting or is it a drawing? Uh, not not really. I'm probably more creative with music than I am with art usually. Um, whilst you know a lot of a lot of what I do in art is is creative and you're creating a composition. Um, there's a story there. I, I do a lot of commission stuff as well, which you know some some creativity in it but it's um often you you get the remit handed to you and, and mm. you've got to work with what what you've got or if you've got a, a subject you've got someone sitting for a, a portrait painting then um i don't go too abstract i've, done, I've less confidence probably to to do that um whereas with a song it's you know it's completely mine if, if i stuff it up then it's on me but if uh if someone's commissioning you to do a portrait and you make it look like a picasso painting then um <laughs> Yeah, that would that would probably uh, wouldn't wouldn't be great. So I'd say I have a lot more creative confidence in in music and, and gain more than I do with uh, with art. Um, it's very enjoyable art, but I I find myself you know if I've got free time, I'd rather do some writing or play music um, rather than just paint without any any purpose. Um, mm-hmm. so whilst it is you know they're both creative 
outlet um, in a way that the music is actually is more creative for me than than art at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and speaking of creativity, as I mentioned at the top, you did change a corporate life for a creative life because your day job is also in the arts. I'm interested in whether that felt like an irresistible path to you that like you just weren't going to be yourself if you didn't make that change because a lot of people would think about making that change and not do it. Yeah, I, it was something that I just, I did. And I was probably always going to, to do, I think. Um, so there was no, it was never really a 50-50 call. It was something that I, I was, it was in my mind for a while. Um, and then off the back of some success of just posting music basically on Instagram, it it was just like that seed that was was planted and wasn't wasn't going to go away. So it was a matter of time. Um, I still I still love aspects of you know corporate life and mm-hmm. and some of the stuff I'm doing with the gallery, um, sort of in that you know, management field. It's I think it's great to have that as as a bit of structure to your week as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, I guess that's probably where music is, goes on the same path and it's the business aspect of music that will will consume that um, that sort of part of, of my life. But um, so, but yeah, what, what I was doing and um, just not having, having sort of the time and, and the freedom to, to do the creative stuff was, was probably never going to work longer term. So um, yeah, I, I, made the plunge and yeah there were no no regrets and there's always I'm sure there's always going to be a balancing act for, for me or at least for the next little while but um it's if I've got time and space and I'm enjoying what I'm doing then that's that's sort of all I need and obviously you're very productive at it um and I am looking forward to hearing that next single because you've now you've talked about it I'm thinking I'm intrigued what it's going to sound like because you're saying it's different again. Um, and perhaps you will play that single at the Tamworth Country Music Festival, There Is My Segway, because you live down the road. Now it's a, it's a long bit of road, but you live down the road from Tamworth. Um, wondering if you have plans for next year's festival. Yeah, for sure. I'll be um, definitely be up there. It's not it's not far away. I've got a few things um, that are sort of pretty much um, bunkered down, but I'll, uh, yeah, over the next couple of months, so they have some announcements around specifics. Um, but yeah, and always, always love getting up to, to Tamworth and yeah, it isn't, it isn't too far away. So I'll be up there, um, and hopefully be, be pretty busy. So I, I expect I'll be, yeah, quite a bit busy. I was up there last, the last two years, but I think this, this year or next year, it's only what, three months away now. So it's not, yeah not far away but um will, will be my busiest so far so looking looking forward to that one well Jimbo, i hope to catch you catch you in tamworth and certainly looking forward to the next song but as i've said the first three songs are fantastic so if people haven't heard them i hope they listen to them now and it was great to talk to you about them thanks sophie thanks for having me on really appreciate the support Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.